welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Brass, marriage and relationship counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome to Relationships Turned On. This episode is all about, is anxiety killing your relationship? Now, this is something that I've been, people have been talking to me about a lot. I've had comments on social media about it. And I really want to address it because relationship anxiety is defined as the present worry and nervousness one feels in romantic relationships. So it's actually very common. It can cause a lot of stress and strain on the relationship. And it can be, yes, in the early phases, but the anxiety can be prevalent any at any phase during a relationship. Quick disclaimer, this is for entertainment and educational purposes only and should not be considered advice of any kind. Okay. Now, what on earth do you do when you are feeling that anxiety or one of you are feeling that anxiety in your relationship? So firstly, we need to identify that what it is. So it is anxiety. If you understand what it is and you know what's triggering it, then you can make better decisions and work with it as opposed to against it or work to decrease it. It's important to identify what it is and have that awareness so you can actually create the change that you're looking for. But I also want to talk to you about relationship anxiety and how it can snowball. What might start as a little stress or worry or concern, then start stacking upon each other and it gets a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And then our thoughts really take charge. We start thinking they don't care about us. Maybe they don't love us. They don't want us or they're not doing stuff for us. They're just connecting from us. Like we start snowballing and catastrophizing those thoughts. And that is really, in my opinion, where the stress, the strain, and it can kill your relationship because it's not grounded in reality anymore. You have mentally taken your relationship into this another space where it's actually not there right now. Your mind is just there with the catastrophizing of thoughts. Now, this can be easy to do. A lot of people do it, so it's not uncommon. It's very common. But there are so many things that you can do to actually power that down and create a more loving and connected relationship. So obviously communication is number one. We need to communicate the thoughts, the feelings, the anxieties, and the worries that you might be having, but from a proactive place, right, and supporting each other through that, which is really, really key because if you can't support each other, then it becomes very difficult to manage this within your relationship. And so when you have healthy boundaries as well in your relationship, then you can actually, it creates safety, it creates security and predictability, which can in turn decrease anxiety in your relationship. So when you have those healthy boundaries established, there's less likely to be high anxiety. If you've got no boundaries, it's more likely. It's not to say that you don't have them if you do have healthy boundaries. You can still have anxiety with healthy boundaries, but it's just one of the things to have in place to ensure it decreases the anxiety. And as I said, you need to really be navigating the anxiety together. So how can you support each other and love one another through this? And I would say it's using mindfulness techniques too. It might be deep breathing, prayer, meditation, being present in the moment can really help reduce anxiety and help overwhelm. I also find one of the biggest things is writing things down because it slows down the thoughts long enough for you to really get a grip on what's going on and for you to see what's happening when you write them down. It's such a great and underutilized tool that really could be helping you right now. 
The next one, which I'd have to say is one of my favorites for helping anxiety, is a digital detox. So many people's anxiety comes from technology. It comes from watching the news. It comes to listening to the radio. It comes from constantly scrolling Instagram and Facebook or constantly consuming fear-based negative content. You are what you consume in all forms of that, okay? So if you're consuming a lot of social media or a lot of the news or things like that, you will naturally start to become more fearful on edge, more anxious. So having a digital detox can be a game changer with anxiety and you will find it helps your relationships too. Also be really mindful of what kind of content are you consuming around relationships. So sometimes there can be a lot of memes and different things coming out, which doesn't actually add to your relationships. It takes away from your relationships and you start questioning and worrying and concerning yourself with, well, do I have the right relationship? And it's based on something you saw on TikTok, which may not be the best advice, right? So that digital detox can be one of the main tools to help you reduce anxiety. Building resilience is very important. So I want you to know as well that life ebbs and flows. You have different seasons to your relationship. And sometimes we just need to build a resilience and our toolkit of ways to cope and combat when our stress is high, when our anxiety is high. So if you can have that inner resilience, that can come from a whole lot of things. It can come from doing therapy, breath work, from journaling. It can come from the, the past things in your life and seeing them as a gift to see is life happening for you, not to you can be a big shift, which helps build resilience and having the tools, like we talked about the meditation, the mindfulness, the being present, the digital detox, having all these tools can actually help build your resilience on a whole, which will de- help decrease the anxiety. The next one is to set realistic expectations Sometimes your partner might not know what anxiety is, might not know how to handle it, and you need to be able to clearly communicate that and set the expectations of what different things look like for you because if they don't know, they don't know, and they don't know how to support you best throughout that, and then it becomes a bigger issue than what it needs to be. So set realistic expectations, talk about it, talk about what you need and what you don't need, or ask your partner what they do need or don't need in regards to the anxiety. Another big thing that can help is to practice self-care. Yes, exercise, hydration, nutrition, that's low-hanging fruit that needs to be really dialed in, especially if you're experiencing anxiety. Often, sometimes food can play a big part of it. Lack of hydration can play a big part of it. No sleep will definitely, with 100% certainty, play a part of it. And Sometimes as well, if you're not engaging with family and friends, if you're holding yourself back, then that will be a big part of increased anxiety as well. We are social beings, even if you're an introvert, who love to connect. So you need those support systems and networks around you, even if it's just one or two trusted people. Addressing past traumas can be a big part of anxiety and it can really help you understand what's going on with you and impact you positively in your current relationship. So if that's getting help and support can actually be the biggest thing you can do to shift that anxiety for yourself. Another one you can do is educate yourself. So understanding what it is, understanding its impact on relationships, which you're doing now, and which is fantastic, and understanding the root cause and how you can change the behavior and the patterns to manage the anxiety a lot better. Quality time can help manage anxiety. It really does depend. Sometimes it can be the small gestures and the meaningful moments can help decrease your partner's anxiety, especially if the anxiety is around the relationship itself. And this one is a bit of a funny one. 
But I say it's one of my main tips for today is creating a worry jar. So if yourself or your partner is a big one in the relationship who worries a lot, what I would suggest is to write it down, put it in a jar once a week, sit down, talk with one another about these worries, about these concerns in a structured way. So not just haphazardly, there's actually a structured process. You can go back. I've done a lot of episodes on communicating effectively. You can use all the tools in those episodes and really talk about the worries and the fears. Are they founded? Are they like you, they're real because you feel them, but are they happening? What needs to change? What could be improved? How could you love and support? Maybe you just need to reassure one another. Maybe it's just a simple act of listening, but you can sit together once a week and talk about all these things. And it's actually a great relationship strategy because if you don't set time aside to talk about these things, then sometimes they just never get addressed. So it's actually a really great one. So creating a worry job. I would love to know what did you take from this episode? What was your main takeaway? Because I know relationship anxiety is prevalent everywhere. And there are many different things causing it. I have touched on some things. There will be many other things. I have touched on some of the strategies. There is plenty more. But I want to know, do you experience it? What do you do to help yourself? Because the more we can start talking about it, engage it, it gives more people tools and strategies to decrease it and or hopefully eliminate it from their life to have a much more amazing relationship. Please send this to someone that you know would benefit from this. And hit follow because there's so many amazing episodes coming out really soon. So hit follow, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. And until next time, it's time to turn your relationship 